0: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Pop culture, subculture, music,
2: horror, sex,
1: politics, art, and overall bad ass. This is Society 13, redefining podcasting. Music. Music, horror, horror. <laughs> subculture, and, and overall badass. Bad. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio with, with your host, your host, host Dave, Dave and Sean. And
3: Sean.
4: whistle radio Um, sean has returned and back for show 200 number 200 10 years in the making and you've been around for a good portion of it because we've been doing really good the last season was really amazing and sean has promised to bring in some more great guests and we have one with us today who you're going to hear on another episode uh, in a couple of weeks um mr fury is here right now we're talking outtakes with fury all right, and um, now you wanted to say a
5: little bit about yourself. Well, it's really nice to be back on the show, even though nobody's heard our first show yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this was important. This was important. This one. <laughs> so this was, uh, yeah, two hundredth episode. I'm I'm honored to be uh, a part of the anniversary gift there. That's that's really kind of nice. I like it. And let me let me do a shameless plug while absolutely I'm here. outtakes with Fiore. New episodes are now on Vimeo. So if you go to Vimeo and type in outtakes with Fiore. Uh, you can get a, I think there's about a half a dozen, six or seven of them up there. Uh, and you can actually watch the whole show. This is the first time we've gotten the show outside of the Pittsburgh, uh, greater Pittsburgh market. So uh, that'll be pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah.
4: Actually, Sean, you had another, uh, we we should throw this out. Your brother had some happiness. Wasn't there some happiness in the family recently? Some congratulations due? Oh yeah. He had a baby girl, had his third child. He listens to us, right? What's that? He listens to us, right? Oh yeah. Oh, well, Uh congratulations. That Was I thought it was under weird circumstances though, wasn't somebody else's
5: whoa, whoa, what birthday? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention. Boy, well, I thought that so, was heading south quick <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes. It's a uh,
6: little play on
4: words there. I like uh, to
6: turn it dark quick. His uh, his uh, new daughter and his second born son share the same birthday, they were born on the same day. It's wild, yeah, it was really weird.
4: That is really wild, yeah, yeah. Well, we're coming to you not live on a snow day in Pittsburgh. It was really bad out there. I'm glad Sean made the trip. I'm glad Fury made the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: yeah, Across the tundra.
4: <laughs> Across the yard. Um, and, gosh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but lately in Pittsburgh, I have to say this because I I drive for certain uh, certain companies for a living. Uh, tensions in driving have increased in the past mm. 15 years. There's less patience on the road. We've become more like L.A. and New York and Jersey. Um I don't know if you guys have noticed a difference, but I, lately, I mean, I, people are yelling at you now mm. from their car. I'm talking older folks too. See, so I have senior citizens yelling at me for parking when I'm picking up another senior citizen. <laughs> yeah. you, you guys haven't seen this? Or, you know? I I
6: haven't personally seen it, but I've what seen it. I've seen it in like parking lots. People acting like you know crazy. Just I've just, seen
5: it, and it's basically because people. Uh, are trying to be Samaritans. Hmm. And every time you're behind the wheel and you try to be a Samaritan, you inevitably cause extreme danger. Hmm. So you'll have someone coming up to an uh, an intersection. You have the right of way, but they will slow down and they will stop because (laughs) they feel for the person who's on the side street trying to make a left-hand turn during rush hour. That's Mm -hmm. a very good point. And as a result... Everybody else behind gets jacked up. You start honking horns. And, you know, the guy's intention, I'm sure, was in a good place. But we all know about that road to hell. And nine times out of ten, here comes your sexist comment of the night. It's women. (laughs) Women do this. They feel a sympathy for other, you know, drivers. And they want to show that they're nice and kind. And and they do this constantly, and it's just a pain in the ass. Did, did
4: I mention he doesn't care what he says? And, no. and <laughs> you and, know, and, and Disney came after him once. Yes.
6: <laughs> in a very famous battle. Yes. yes. Really? Yes.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have to hear about that. <laughs>
6: well, yeah, you will, don't worry
5: In the <laughs> yeah. episode. Uh... All around finding Nemo is of... <laughs> yeah. yeah. what wow. yeah. I the other episode that
4: he's on, which will be coming up yeah. in up in up and coming. I just had to know from other people in the area if they're seeing the same trend happen here. I mean it's just on the increase and crazy. I think distracted driving has a lot to do with it. I, that's what I see. Guys, girls alike. They're on their phone. Oh, I see people they, on their phones all the time. They swerve swerve drivers. Yeah. They're swerve drivers and they're everywhere because they' like, they're they're, they're, um, they're like well they're talking on their phone. so they're, whatever happens they they're dealing with whatever's on the other end of that phone rather than making the left or the right turn
5: and it's just crazy Well, this is why cars coming out now are are slowly becoming idiot proof. <laughs> My son just bought a brand new car and you know he loves it. it's his first car. So I went for a ride last night we went down to a screening and I, I said, why don't you drive so I get to see what this car is like?" So we're driving down to the theater for the press screening, and if you veer slightly toward the center lane, alarms. Mm-hmm. If somebody is mm-hmm. stopped mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. front of you, and you're not braking hard enough or fast enough, alarms. Mm-hmm. I mean, along the ride, all this thing did was beep and buzz, and, and then the best part is you come up to a traffic light. You hit uh, you know, a red light, mm-hmm. so you stop. And as soon as you stop, the car shuts off. Um, wow. Automatically. That's not we good. we got to save gas and preserve the planet because, <laughs> you know, we might just all kill each other in 12 years. <laughs> That's why we're going to fast trains. And you'll all pay for it, not the wazoo, you know. You but it. but the bottom line is, you know, and then, then you go, with the light turns green, the car senses that the car in front of you has moved, I was gonna so ask. now the car automatically starts up again, and it <laughs> physically shakes when it starts up. You know, and, and then if you get behind somebody who's a creeper, you know these people, oh, God. there's a red light and they stop, but they stop like 16 car lengths from the car in front of them, what is and that they start creeping up slowly. Well, this damn car I'm in is having like a uh, on-off <laughs> orgasm as it's shutting off, turning on, shutting off, turning on every time the car moves. You know. You just want to get out and start smacking that guy,
4: you are so right though. I mean, and just add phones and uh, and marijuana into the mix. And really, it's <laughs> it is, it's, a, it's a bumper car show out there, folks. It really is. Oh my god! But yeah, that being said, I guess you really do see it. Uh, back to the loc- locality thing here. Uh, um, are you? I talked to Sean about this, but the smiley face killers. Are you familiar with this? Not you no. either. Interesting. Well, you know the, the Dakota James story, right? here in pittsburgh the kid that disappeared off camera and they found him in the river vaguely really okay well it's part of a huge investigation right now they mm-hmm. reopened it they're making it homicide homicide not accidental and they think it is a cult of serial killers because they find a smiley face near where the bodies are found and there's there's hundreds na- in the nation
5: I, no now that yeah. you
4: mentioned that i do remember that it's yes. on oxygen network they're on part six this saturday but mm. creepy stuff and hits very close to home sarah wecht was on it and he's, in the, he's involved in the investigation. It's, it's really, it's, it's wild, because the family now moved here to pursue it. And it's, it's creepy as hell. It really is. Just Because they find them, and then they find evidence that they were murdered, not drowned, but they were murdered days before on land, and then thrown into a body of water. Hmm. So, yeah, watch that one, folks. It's and creepy. And what's the
5: point of the smiley face?
4: The smiley, they, they, they find the uh, upside-down smiley face. Or sometimes there's a smiley face near the body. So somebody is spray painting them near where the body's found. They want to be they want them they want you to know it's a cult or so they're saying a serial killer. They're cult. happy this person is dead. Yeah, there's no point behind the sun. It's just that's the only thing they can tag, mm. all these two, plus the fact the age range, they're all male mm. and um, they're found at night. They get they get abducted by themselves. Wow. It's really creepy. Yeah. But it hit close to home. There's four uh three or four in Pittsburgh that it happened and two in Ohio. Are they are they
5: going after young kids?
4: They don't know they have no clues except that they think it's a cult, so that's wow. something else to look out for locally, folks. Yeah. yeah, but we have Fury here for a reason too, and he invited me to this screening. And uh, i Sean just watched it too, The mm-hmm. Lords of Chaos. Yeah. W- what did you get from that, Sean? Yeah, the, the trailer.
5: <laughs> well, that you know. It's... <laughs> no, wait a minute. Did you watch the movie or watch the trailer? I watched the trailer. The, I
6: watched the trailer. Oh, we're, okay. both, yeah. gu- okay. we're both guilty of I the trailer. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see the movie. I don't know if I got the screener. No, yeah, I thought you just watched the trailer. I did. I did watch the trailer. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's about black metal from where? Norway. 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 Yeah. Infamous. Yeah, you know, I've always heard stories about, um, you know, how black metal bands started, and uh, something along the lines of, you know, they play a show and they kill each other at the show, or it's very violent, you know, or they they go on to murder people or whatever. But you mean not that, like biting a head off a bat, <laughs> like that? No, not. But. You thought it was rubber? <laughs>
4: you no, mind they, that, huh? Yeah. These crazy cats now—they're they, burning churches and stabbing each other. Now there was a—I was telling you guys earlier that there's a—you uh, could watch a documentary. I don't remember what it was on. It was so long ago. Uh, Might have been. Oh, it was on early Netflix days um, on Black Metal, and it, this was a documentary. Now Fury, K, Lords of Chaos. This is not a documentary, but made to look like one.
5: Or? Well, I think. Uh, you know, that's where they made their mistake. They, they had the opportunity to turn this into a really good, nice horror gem, or they had the opportunity to make it a, a, a documentary, and they they could never get both feet in either camp, and as a mm-hmm. result, the movie suffers. But uh. before I go any further, what do you, Sean, think <laughs> of this black metal music? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it's It's not my thing. <laughs> And you, David?
4: I, um, I dabbled in it, and I liked some things when I was younger, and it, it, it evolved into other music, too. But to go and listen to it now, I really don't have much interest in it. But I shouldn't say that. I'm interested in seeing what the theatrics and see what goes on. I will give anything a listen. But yeah, it's not currently my thing right now. Okay,
5: let me, let me then go into my next rant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can listen to almost anything. Yeah, you know, I, I may not listen to it long, but you know I'll give anything a listen to. Okay, mm. so this movie comes out, and they had some pretty big studios behind this. Um, really? really? Yeah. Well, Twentieth Century Fox was was tossed into this. It, it, they're one of the studios that co-produced this, and the other ones, the the main ones, Scott Free Production and Surgeon Media. Those are the ones that are the uh, the biggies. But Fox managed to get into this. So what they do, for those of you who aren't official bona fide film critics, (laughs) they send us a lot of information about these films before we can, you know, before we watch them. And a critic has the ability to either go ahead and scan this stuff or wait until after the movie, depending on what it was. In the press materials for this uh, movie, they use the term black metal. They use the term Death metal. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And sometimes they use the term black death metal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when I'm reading all this stuff, I'm under the impression that these terms are interchangeable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. No. I not. found out they're not. So I go and I write my review. And in my review, I refer to it one time as black metal and then the other times as death metal. I can't tell you, within 24 hours after I posted my review, I had some of the most obnoxious, repulsive people. Oh, I'll bet contact me through the internet. That's our people, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and these guys were complete, like, utter, you know, one was so upset really? because I didn't understand that don't you know death metal oh. and black metal are two entirely different categories whatsoever. They don't meet anywhere. They don't have anything in common. And I'm like... Who gives a flying rat's ass? Because I'm reviewing the movie, you know? And here's what I... I'm talking about lighting. I'm talking about special effects. I'm talking about cinematography and acting. I'm talking about scripting. Story. You know, death metal, black metal. And then one person got so upset you know, you can't put these two together. It would be like putting blues with rock. And I what? went, what? That's what I said. Like, what the hell, dude? You know? <laughs> I'm going to find out where you are, and I'm coming it's from Norway, you know, like I'm yeah. worried about we're going to be invaded by Norway or something. You know? and people <laughs> well, just got we, we violent. Do have, we, we do have
4: and, listeners from there. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll <just> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, they're getting all kind of jumping ugly and, and, and upset there because, you know, the, uh, look, the studio, 20th Century Fox, which is no longer Fox, okay? Mm-hmm. It was bought out and is now owned by my good friends at Disney. Oh, no. <laughs> so if you guys have any complaints, direct them toward Disney because they sent me the press material that interchanged all of those terms. And then one one putz actually got on and said, you know, you should do a little research into the music before you write your review. And I told him right back, I said, I'm not here to give history music lessons. It's, it's about the movie. I'm not here yeah. to write about the movie. And I could have researched this up the wazoo. It wasn't going to change my review. Wow. So they missed the point completely.
4: <sighs>
5: a violent crowd. <laughs> he,
4: he stops. And, <laughs> just, oh, violent. Yeah, we know about these people. You uh, know, <laughs>
5: and I'm thinking, well, you know, the, the people in the movie... Or assholes. And now I get this kind of response from just doing a review. you know. So I'm trying to think now, does this type of music just spawn? Mm. I don't know. Well, you might have made your point.
4: Yeah, I mean, it can. But usually it's supposed to sedate the anger, give them a place to go. At least, Sean, that's what I grew up with. I don't know. I'm afraid uh. to go into a church now. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. You 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 listened to some death metal in your time?
5: Yeah. No, I, no, black metal.
4: Know, you can't say death metal. We, we know, believe me. Yeah. yeah no. You, there is there are those subcategories. But what type? We, we have to be we tread lightly.
6: So, I I can appreciate some of the music, and that's what I always fall back to. I like maybe some of the music. I can appreciate what they're doing, the musicality, how hard it might be to mm-hmm. to do some of that stuff. But I can't get into the vocals, and especially like these you know, these different kind of black metal bands that are like, you know, they have this, like, ah, 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 or whatever, it, I just... Yeah, that screechy my, voice. That's is, not my thing. Yeah. I, where they're like a goblin or,
4: you know, it's a demon mm. or whatever. It borderlines on you nonsense. Know. It does.
5: Yeah. No, yeah. They, they take that very seriously. Yeah. The, one, the one response I got... Uh, well, the, I mean the gibberish. <laughs> the guy really was trying to explain the difference to me, and he told me that death metal is just like metal on steroids it's a real Mm -hmm. hard driving metal but black metal is to honor and praise satan and its songs in his uh i don't know some kind of homage to him or something like that it's been been around a long time he was he was really getting into it i mean going into the you know (laughs) <laughs> I thought I was in uh, one of Simon R. Green's nightside novels for a minute there. <laughs> what <hell>? it, it, <laughs> it's cultish it, I mean it, it is
4: music based around cults i, I mean, yeah. but sometimes it's just that kid that throws in something to piss off his parents, you know yeah. a lot of times I, I don't know where to draw the line. I've know I know a lot of people have listened that listen to it, and you'd be surprised like who and it's just their thing when they're working out or whatever um i there's been a few I've listened to, but I, it's it's not the genre I would you know go to,, uh, but so the movie itself now, again, these are so it was all acting. there was no document
3: was...
5: well, no, there were no real people in there. I mean, they had a bevy of stars and what have you. and well, but, and you know, the okay. movie comes right out in the very beginning and before the the screenplay unfolds, uh, while they're showing the beginning graphics, they actually come out and say, Loosely based on true events and lies. That was my question. Okay. So, you know, I mean, (laughs) they're coming right out and telling you, look, we're going to stretch this a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, there were a lot of people, I guess, who thought that this was uh, a history lesson. And, uh, Hmm. you know.
4: Uh, historic... If it was,
5: they got a problem in Norway, you know <laughs> <laughs> well that's
4: probably true, yes <laughs> but yeah, I mean that music it 's always when you have those festivals in Europe, Sean, you know that there's always like that list of, with death and black metal, mm-hmm. you know, along with the speed metal guys and but yeah that, that's always been there um they they usually warm up the stage, but then you have wait what's a huge black metal fest there's another one it's really big, it actually comes I think to Ohio, but it is all black metal um the last one that came around was like two years ago. I've no, no, never I never heard of that. Yeah, it's it's a smaller event. But yeah, there's there's an audience for it, Fiori. I can't believe they came at you though.
5: Oh I I mean and and here's the best part. They weren't even criticizing my review of the movie, right? They missed that. Okay, it wasn't like they said, "Well, you missed this, you know, nuance, or you missed this part in the script, or you know, you misunderstood the ending." No, they they just didn't like the term switch. <laughs> uh, but just uh, Rory Culkin is in this. Oh, and that's right. Emery Cohen and Sky Ferreira—they're probably the the three big names. Jack Kilmer's also has has a role in this, but they're playing the uh, the main people involved. And it was written by Dennis Magnuson and Jonas uh Akerlund. I'll probably hear from people from Norway saying, "You said Ackerland Wong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's based on the book of the same name. but it's very loosely based on the book of the same name. I mean, it's not interesting.
4: Uh, uh, no, it, there's a book, okay. Hmm. Um, I like Rory Culkin. He does a lot of low-budget horror stuff too, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. So maybe he got a good paycheck in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, well, he got the he got the lead part,
5: so he, that's him. Okay. Yeah, Anonymous. Yeah,
4: can't tell. I mean, not in the trailer. Anyway. Yeah, I know that's that's. Him.
5: How long is the movie? Like two hour run? Or? You know, it goes a little bit longer than it probably should. Uh, uh, you know, hmm. your ideal film, I've always said, is ninety minutes. Yeah. When you start pushing that ninety minute envelope, you're you're getting a little. Yes, especially a horror movie. And, and you got to remember, that's not really the, a the main movie, but... reason movies. Started going over, and you know, very few people know this, but the main reason movies purposely were pushed to go over two hours was because of the VCRs. Ah. You know, <laughs> back in the day, most movies were about ninety minutes, or you know, if you had an epic, that was that was different. Uh, but with VCRs, people were making copies of movies, and you can get two hours on a VCR. Uh, those who you Used to be able to get six. No, no, no. Six uh, deteriorates Stretching the quality, it, yeah. and it doesn't. It doesn't give you a good picture, right, and it doesn't right. retain. But oh, if, if yeah. you used standard play, you could put a two-hour. So what people will do, uh, producers, they would purposely push their movies to uh, past the two-hour mark, so that uh. people couldn't fit it all on one tape. Yeah. Now, if you had a diehard who wanted to go and buy two tapes and then add it to their collection, but it seemed kind of silly to have a tape mm-hmm. with only 15 or 20 minutes on it. you know. And, and the first, more trivia for you, mm-hmm. the first big producers to do that were the Broccoli's, Chubby Broccoli, wow. and his James Bond stories. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, okay. because those were one of the uh, uh, genres, the, the movie types that were being purloined and then you know sold mm-hmm. on a street and what have you uh what they now call piracy yeah. <laughs> so as a result uh the broccolis were one of the first they would always push their bond movies to go anywhere from two hours and 10 to two hours and 15 minutes long
4: huh. interesting yeah you know you're schooling us here i like yeah. that i didn't know I that i didn't know that either. he was around because you used to buy all your godzilla movies on uh vhs right yeah and they were always you know an a, hour an hour and a half nine godzilla minutes, guy whatever. Yeah. He, he's so, a godzilla uh, guy too yeah yeah, big time. Love Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I, I forget whether or not. I know we watched Shin Godzilla. Did you see that one? Yet? I did, did see
5: the Shin. In fact, they sent me a screener for that. I got to, to see it before it came out. What would you think? Uh, oh, it sucked. Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, I loved it. It seemed yeah. like it was... Oh, it, but it was there was terrible. a large excuse
4: to not move the monster just because he was like in hibernation the whole time. But that's what most people were saying. But well, I, I, the people that like it really liked it. Sean
6: <laughs> likes it. And uh, <laughs> I, I like the Godzilla parts. I don't like all the... Um, the political... Uh, it's, well, that's it's basically what made it a hit in Japan. Yeah. Well, it was basically like a... Um, what was it? a uh, Like a uh, an event gone wrong. Like they did mm. a bad job
4: of... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I got to kick out of I'm not of all describing the, it right. But, but like all the... Uh, I guess their archetypes, it was just the groups and the cults of people that were trying to... F- figure it out they were making fun of themselves the whole time it seemed i don't know maybe that's what i got from it i think it
5: was a pretty big statement as to how japan wants its independence away from all these treaties that it was forced Uh to abide to after world war ii and i thought that came through pretty pretty clear that they Mm. didn't want other countries uh having a say-so over how they act within their own borders Mm. which is which is basically the dilemma that they find themselves in. So, well, all right. uh, I mean, from that aspect, it, it had that. But if you go back and look at Godzilla 1985, which is sometimes mm-hmm. called Godzilla Reborn, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically the same story, except they took out the Super X. Oh, hmm. really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to I mean, on. Godzilla watch that. follows the same path in that story as he did in Shen. And so what they basically did was they rehashed an old script oh, added wow. all the political stuff to appeal to the asian market uh and uh and Interesting. added this new <laughs> godzilla with mandibles and lasers coming out of his tail
4: tell me that you you do you own godzilla 85 cuz i've been yes. trying to see that since
5: Ah, and yeah. not only do i have it on blu-ray but i also have it on vhs so oh. is it is it an
4: import <laughs>
5: no no wow
4: I, a, to, i'm just very gonna hard have to, go to find, find. that was a really? it still is in conventions very hard to find really yes all right well we're gonna take a break here folks we gotta play a song from our buddy's Dragline. which song were we gonna play uh she put the devil on me yeah good tune good tune these are good guys and you saw them live, right?
6: Yeah, they're local from uh, around where I live, and uh, yeah, they're they're a, a motorhead kind of meets dancing sort of band. So yeah, I good. think
4: even Fury would like that.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> All right, folks. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be right back.
2: Put the devil in me Her love was a poison I drank every drop Every night I would shake and moan Will it ever stop? Her raven hair and her human lips She caught my back with her fingertips, oh yeah
5: Yeah, actually,
4: Sean knows exactly what happens off the air. <laughs> All the it's best. Interesting conversations happen off the you air. You know,
5: it was very good music, <laughs> I got to say, but you guys really missed a pretty heated de- debate inside this studio. <laughs> yeah,
4: that was uh, that was. Uh, she Put the Devil on Me by Dragline. You can find them on Reverb Nation and Bandcamp, preferably Bandcamp. Money goes right to the artists. Uh Yeah, so they were, we're still carrying on with the Godzilla thing that kind of took over the Lords of Chaos Yes, it did. <laughs> um, it really did, because uh, Sean is a huge fan. And what was the last question you, you had about the new...
6: I was asking about the new legendary pictures, uh, uh, Godzilla, King of All Monsters, or whatever they're titling it. Um, what do you think of that? Does that look good to you?
5: Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be fine. i To be honest with you, I'm very disappointed that Gareth Edwards is not doing the uh, movie. Did you like the first one? I did. did. I like I, I like the way yeah. he approached it. I like the way what he did with it. I thought it was pretty good. And, yeah, we could um, all agree on that one. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, again, people are missing this, but one of the reasons they lost Edwards on the because he was all he was all for it. He wanted to do the whole the whole package, uh, but one of the reasons he he did bow out of it and, and and walk away from it was because of all this litigation between the three studios, hmm. you know? And he just said, you know what? he just come off of making probably one of the best Star Wars movies since the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. When he, I think when we he could helmed, agree on that, too. When he helmed yeah. Rogue One. I mean, I mean oh, the rest yeah. of the stuff has been junk, you know, but he came in and did... Uh, did that and uh uh you know he's riding high and now he's going to be caught in the middle of these three companies uh you know bickering in courts and and possibly lose other jobs no he you know he said i can't i can't be doing this Hmm. and that's why they lost them so anytime you get a new director and a new person writing it i'm a little skeptical uh what i've seen in the trailers looks pretty good uh it's almost like a reverse of the uh godzilla all giant monsters, all out of That one. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, but instead of Godzilla being the demon Godzilla with the uh, with the eyes, he he now apparently is the defender, and everybody else is the uh, uh, the demon. What what huh. is really amazing in this is that people are tearing apart the trailer looking for hidden clues because they think there's going to be more monsters in it mm-hmm. than Rodan, Mothra, Ghidra, mm-hmm. and Godzilla, and uh, so I put a call into Warner Brothers, and I have a rep down there. And naturally, you know, well, we're not allowed to say anything, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but but I did manage to to squeeze out of him that basically uh, the production company has the rights to use Godzilla, uh, Ghidra, Mothra, and Rodan. Mm. They don't have rights on any of the other monsters. So no, no Anguirus, huh? So, uh, you know, uh, they're saying, well, you know, this is Barragon and this is... Uh, Dead yeah. Gyrus or, you know, this is going to be this guy and this is going to be that guy. Uh, huh. The studio won't stand on it. They they claim they got those. Now, if there's more monsters in there, there's nothing saying that Warner Brothers right. or Legendary can't Create make up own. something. Sure. I mean, they made up that MUTO thing. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Not bad. Not bad. So, Hey, it worked out. It worked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, you know, officially. You know, I heard...
6: Rumors about them wanting to tie it in with Pacific Rim at some point too. I thought that was mm. that's know. a stretch, but it could that's have a happened. Big, that's a big I don't know the Delta. Yeah. That second, would go for this. the that second t- Pacific Rim mm. was just awful. Pacific
4: Rim too mm. wasn't. Oh, very that good. was so bad. Yeah. Like they went out of their way to be bad. Um, I wanted to ask you again, since this is our 200 show, music is very important to us. We hit the Lords of Chaos. I'm curious what you thought on um, a Bohemian Rhapsody Fury. Um, I just watched it. And? Did you like it? Enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the best thing ever. Like, it was good. I think, I, to be fair, the Blu-ray or the DVD has the full show that they did at Live Aid that mm-hmm. I watched live. Mm-hmm. And I think if I if that was in the film where I really thought that's how it was going to end and it didn't, it just ended. I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. Um, it does just end where you think it's going to be this great ending and I wanted more. Didn't mm-hmm. get it. So now I have to buy the Blu-ray to see the concert. Um. <laughs> Actually, maybe it will help you
5: with it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Anything is
4: appreciated. Then maybe I'll give it two thumbs up. Don't say
2: anything.
5: (laughs) Anyway. No one's um, listening anyway. Did you (laughs) think... (laughs) <laughs> Except those guys in Norway that are gonna start sending exactly. me emails again. Yeah. Did you,
2: these guys were talking about
6: black metal and death metal. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're idiots.
4: But they but actually, I should tell you, listenership is up. I could show you the stats. Yeah. That. <laughs> we're doing good. 200 shows in. 10, we're 10 years in. So, yes, we're in doing all right. Norway? You got Nor- stats for Norway? Got weird ones. Philippines. Uh, but, honestly, the meat of it is here and
5: over. We have some in Europe as well. Well, but, yeah. since you brought that up, I'll tell you that, naturally, my audience, uh, the Internet audience, is big in America. Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it. We're all Americans, right? Yeah. America, yeah. America. <laughs> the, but you know, fighting constantly for second a place uh, in my viewership is Russia, Ooh. and the UK. Wow. Okay. The people in the UK absolutely despise me. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they Great. have a movie. That's o- our other target. Audience. They have. They have a. Uh, they have a uh, a newspaper over there called the Guardian. I, I know of it. this yeah. thing is the most socialist, liberal, progressive rag you could ever think of. I mean, if they actually reported real journalistic news, everybody's their head would explode like in scanners. you know it doesn't happen <laughs> that way. And about four or five years ago, these jokers did a hit piece on me and never called me, you know, to say that they were doing it. So when it finally trickled across the pond and I got wind of it, I called over there right away, you know, and nobody knew anything, nobody could say anything. You know, they shut down all the comments on the online so you couldn't you know, come on and and ever since then the people in the UK seem to be sitting back waiting for my reviews to come out. Oh boy. So that they can pounce on any little tiny thing that they could <laughs> find, you know, like the difference between black metal and death metal, you know, and then they come out of the woodwork. And, I'm actually glad know, we got to the bottom of that and they really they started screaming and everything but uh, i have i have one uh agency uh, i think it's it's something like a a pr agency i'm not sure which mm-hmm. that um is in italy and they discovered me somehow and every time i put out a review they uh they grab it and they they throw it on whatever it is they throw on over there, and they put the Italian subtitles underneath. Mm-hmm. So, they get, so I think that's really cool, because that's that's cool. That cool. And then years and years and years ago, they came out with a movie called Ninja Assassin. Uh, I don't know hmm. if you guys remember that one or not. This movie was epic. I think okay? I do remember that It was movie. fantastic. I and do the, remember And the this. kid they got to play the lead, not only was a pretty good martial artist, but I guess he was a singer over in Japan. He was like part of one of these... <laughs> boy bands they have oh, okay. over there. But he was great in the movie and I gave this movie, you know, nineteen thumbs up. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I you know, the fight scenes were great. And apparently I'm the only critic in the world <laughs> that liked this movie. You know, everybody else just panned the shit out of it. I remember that being good. Yeah, yeah. And then but the people in Japan appreciated the fact that I liked this movie. So now they pick up my stuff all the time and they get you know hey, they usually right. come in around third or fourth on the Okay. On the viewing, they like we'll our music. Yeah, but some, I got to tell you that at no time, as long as I've been keeping records, has Norway even shown up on there. So <laughs> now they oh will. God. <laughs> well, let's see. We hey, should. <laughs> we should probably pull this
4: 360 and wrap up Lords of Chaos. Um, so, do you recommend? I think you. I think I'm going to see this movie no matter what, because I am a metal guy. I yeah, have to see I, I have to see it. Well,
5: I, I will. I will tell you this. You can go on my blog and read my written review, which you don't have to do because I brought it. Hey. You can actually read it. Yeah, uh, that kid's physical I, I, physical paper. Yes. And the spot, yes, yeah, some of us still write. Oh, yeah. yeah and,
4: and, no, I do and, this all the time. We get CDs here, too. See? It's, there you yeah, go. Yeah.
5: And the uh, the website is outtakeswithfiori, all one word, dot .blogspot.com. And if you go on there and look up Lords of Chaos, you can find it. Now, if you go on the YouTube channel, you can see my video Capsule Critique on this movie. That will be at uh, youtube.com slash users slash right critic. And make sure you capitalize, right critic. Perfect. Okay. And if you do that, you can see that. So I'll tell you to go there and you can read my review. But what I will do for you, is I will tell you that they distorted this mo- uh, this uh, story so much for the sake of cinematography and, mm. and the movies, and, and I have no complaint about that. That's fine. I, I'm glad they did it. But they didn't go far enough. Ah, okay. And, uh, what they That's should what have is. done. Now since, I'm really intrigued. Yes, since mm. since they, they took randomness to the max in mm-hmm. telling the story, they should have made the ending... Where there actually was a demonic influence over At- Varg, where he actually was uh-huh. a a, uh, a true demon or what have, and they could have turned this into one of. Uh, you know, like a a, a Blumhouse type yeah, horror oh, film, yeah, yeah, you know, or even the the good folks from Dread Central, they you know, sure. one of theirs, they could have really turned this into a good horror movie. Yeah. And you might get some purists that say, you know, that's about our music, and you distorted it. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, they distorted everything in it. Yeah. So why not? And it's, why not it's, go the extra mile? It sounds
4: like they sandpapered the ends
5: too, just to make it fit in. Yeah, so that's well, that's when they went back to the documentary, and it was kind of like, ah, oh, <laughs> know, a great chance. So when you guys either read the review or see the movie, and you you know think about what I said you know mm-hmm. that if they have just taken this and they had turned this guy into some real big de- you know have him turn like Gabriel Byrne did in End of Days you know <laughs> and just have him confront the the, the, the law enforcement in the right. church and turn into this massive de- it would have been fantastic I yeah. love that movie that's a good one it good is. soundtrack too yeah.
4: Uh, yeah Sean and I spend too much time in here thinking about how potentially a movie was going to be good or an album was going to be good and how it could have been better it seems we're saying that more often than not yeah and that's that stinks but um wait, what about this suspiria i'm wearing the shirt. suspiria oh, remake did it did it hit theaters or not oh yeah yeah was it terrible because i own the box like uh, director's cut blah, blah blah thing um was it good didn't you see it no
5: no it looked good i, I can help you with that
4: <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down i
5: i'll just um, thumbs up and down you have an up and down well, let me tell you that you can read my written review. Oh, uh, there we go! Yeah. Actually, do that. Do that. We did that last time. You got to tease it. Yeah,
4: go go to go to outtakes of Fury. Is... I,
5: I think I'm probably not giving too much away when I say that. Um, I think by the time, first off, it's too long. Ah, uh, they did it again. Yeah, two hours and twenty-five minutes or so. Does Goblin
4: do the soundtrack?
5: Ah, uh, no, it's Tom York from Radiohead. Yeah. is that a good or a
4: bad thing? I don't well, know. The
5: soundtrack is. Uh,
4: that's not the problem. I'm not a Radiohead head guy.
5: The, I am. the problem yeah, is, yeah, you're, Sean you're, is. Yeah. You're coming into the final reel, and your final reel is usually it's 17 minutes of reel. So you're coming into the concluding reel, and I think at this point all the producers got together and said you know, we told a heck of a story, but this is going to end flat. Oh, no! We need to pull out all the stops. And they did. They really? made a phone call down to the basement and they called up the special effects and makeup guys and they said, how much money do you still have in your budget? <laughs> hey, we're going to use it all. Bring it all up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and the last, the reel of this movie, the last 17 minutes, it's like everybody just decided, you know what? Let's just go ape shit on this. He <laughs> just went nuts. And wow. You're, you're sitting in the theater and you're going like, "What in the hell is going on?" It's wow. just like from everywhere and it's uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so in. Okay. It's kind you, of interesting. You sold me on that one
4: too. But yeah, go to go to his his page to read that one, man outtakes with fury read the review on suspiria now i got it i can't believe i missed that one did
5: you like the original
4: i'm a huge fan of the, of kid, the original but when i was a kid remember the 70s uh, uh, I, I i did like it, it okay it, this one there's a certain creep factor that i just i, I mean okay sean yeah. help me out here
6: <laughs> well i was gonna ask him a different question oh okay not, he, <laughs> sean's not here to help me at all <laughs> no you're uh, who are you <laughs> Go ahead. do i know you <laughs> I was going to ask you, did you did you get a screener for uh, Alito Battle Angel yet? Oh my God! The James Cameron movie. Uh,
5: I went and saw that. They had a press screening for the for critics, uh, and, and you know, I say that term loosely because I've outlived all the critics that were in this town. There really are no film critics in this town anymore the you newspapers that, got so small they fired everybody the Damn. last one they had was barbara van cherry and she's i don't know what she's doing now knitting somewhere or something <laughs> but ed blank is gone george anderson's gone they're, you know all the good guys that were uh, the, the new film and knew how to do reviews they're all gone and and basically when they have a, a press film critic screening here in Pittsburgh, there's me and then there's a bunch of bloggers who somehow got to know somebody or maybe, I don't know, did some sexual favors for them, and they get they get brought into the screening, you know. And you look at these people, and you go, "Who the hell are you? you know, what the hell are your credentials all about?" Anyway, I'm I'm digressing. That's but, all right. that's a, sorry. Did that answer that's, your question? Yeah, I I got way off the track. There that's right. I, I even forgot what the hell you asked me. Got, that's that's why I have you in here to get you off your track. I'm sorry, I ranted. Off. Oh, but uh, we were talking about eliteum So anyway. Yeah, I forgot to <laughs> anyway I went I went to the press screening for this and th- this is one thing I gotta say the the company did this upright I mean you had Robert Rodriguez directing it who's one of my favorite directors oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you had uh is that me that keeps doing no, that that was okay. me this time I'm sorry <laughs> and, and you have destroying uh, the place. James Cameron who is uh, is probably the tops for doing that motion capture yeah. uh, animation so you had these two juggernauts there. And uh, when they, they brought us in for the press screening, they showed it to us in IMAX 3D. And this thing is just amazing in really. IMAX 3D. You I know, mean, it's, it's a
4: beloved anime from way back. It I'll doesn't matter.
5: It. I'm just saying.
4: What I'm saying is like the ghost in the shell thing, how a lot of purists hated that well i liked it a lot yeah. i liked that i, movie. I thought yeah, it was, got to that was see a good that. movie it, yeah it, i got it i stopped nah. to watch it but so the, i was worried about this one what they were gonna do
5: i thought it, well it was based on how, how do they pronounce that gum Gundam. uh, Gun, uh well Dun- not going but anime manga yeah, yeah whatever yeah. anime but it, it was uh it was what a way to see this movie i mean hmm. it was ah not and and, and i would recommend if anyone hasn't seen it yet and wants to look go the extra nickel get it in IMAX 3D, because it is just spectacular. Hmm. I don't think I could sit and enjoy it watching it in standard. um, Mm. I'll give you a good example. This is probably a movie you never talk about on the show, but I'll bring it up because just last night, I went to the press screening of uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, Uh, The Hidden World. I'm in line.
4: I want to see that. The first movie was amazing. I like the first one, and I can't find the second one anywhere to see it. Okay. So. I might be able to help. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway,
5: I... I, um, I know a guy. <laughs> I went and saw this movie, and, you know, the, the studio reps there, and I said, you know, oh, we got our 3D glasses. Oh, it's not in 3D. What? Mm. Oh, it's not in th- It's animated. Yeah. Uh, the first two were in 3D. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not showing it in 3D tonight. This movie was so flat. Oh, yeah. No. You know what I mean? I mean, the, hmm. the movie... It, Obviously, it's a cartoon. Yeah. You're not allowed to mm-hmm. say that. It's animated. It's an animated film. It's art. It's a cartoon. <laughs> and, and, and cartoons just lend themselves to three. And this movie had 3D coming out the wazoo. Yeah. I mean, everything's flying at the screen, flying past the scene. When they go into the hidden world, I'm sitting back there going, Oh, my God, this would be you know mm. better than Aquaman yeah. if they had it in the... Th-. And they didn't show it to us that way, see? And that's the difference between a good quality studio and somebody like DreamWorks who are too damn cheap to put out for the critics and and show it the way it's supposed to be shown. Mm -hmm. If I could have seen that in, in IMAX 3D, that would have been stellar. Well, oh, there it is. I want to see that. But you definitely,
4: definitely want to, want to see, see that. Alita that way. Alita's yeah. good. Okay, and, and if they put the Dragon movie out and see it in 3D. Yeah, I, would. I
6: You got a favorite movie of 2019 so ooh, far? that's going to be tough. Or
4: maybe last quarter, 2018? You know. We have a show, we have a whole show of non-favorites. Non-favorites? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, the last one we did I did with you that they'll hear later on. Yeah, well, a bunch you, of could, horror movies. you could put
5: Roma in that. Yeah, oh boy. Here we go. Walked out on that one. Ooh. Oh, my God, that was horrible. Did you see it? No, no. Uh, Don't waste your time. Okay, but what's a favorite then? Um, Well, you know, of the movies that are up for the awards, uh, and I really don't go by those because I I have my own list and they never jive, but one movie did cross over. One movie made my list of best films and also made the BFCA's list, of which I'm a charter member, and that was uh, Green Book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That's not a scary movie. No, it looks interesting. A, it's just a drama, but it, it's very well acted, very well shot. It I, I, saw very a, cool. I
4: saw I saw Star is Born, and I got to say, good
5: but not great. And and one of the best movies from last year, and you guys will probably laugh because everybody else did, but I thought it was fantastic. Was Hotel Artemis? No, I don't. Know oh, I didn't see that one. It yet. was fantastic. I to see it. it was a movie that was made like. John Carpenter used to make movies uh back in the day it's Mm, it's like Mm. Escape from New York Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, wow. right? Yeah, that's classic. And it's like that and it's got a bevy of stars in it, you know, Jodie Foster's in it, uh, Dave Batista's in it, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum is in it. Uh, I mean, you got stars coming out the wazoo in this thing and uh that's Sophia Butella's in this too, you know. Okay. She's uh When you was see she the her mummy in the she last was mummy, she was the mummy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, when you okay. see her and she was in uh she was in uh, John Wick 2, too. Yeah. But when you see her Atomic blonde. alive, alive yes. When you see her in person, she's not particularly a striking woman. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody in Hollywood is bad looking. I mean, that's <laughs> what Hollywood is all about. All these people look better than you. That's just the way it is. Uh, but man, there's something about Sophie. When she gets on screen, she just. The camera loves her, and she just exudes this persona. Wow. That it's like, yeah. That I you don't see in The her. Mummy, I guess. I... I... A little a bit? A little uh, bit in there. Yeah, like when she's doing the sandstorm thing. Uh, that was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, she, she looked pretty hot. I there. liked that movie. I, this... thought, I, thought, I liked it, too. <laughs> oh, it and since you mentioned that, here I go ranting again. That's all right. I'm happy to report to you that the Dark Universe mm. is back. As in? Well, see, see, I love Dracula Untold. Okay I thought that. that was a good movie. I'm okay with that. I, I, mean, I enjoy
4: these movies. Well, that's yeah. not
5: part of the universe. What happened yeah, but, was when, when Legendary left Warner Brothers, and when... Do you guys really want to know this, or should we get to more music? No. I want to know this. Okay. okay. No, no, when, no, 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 no. I love these characters, so I want to know
6: this. You when, uh, when yeah, you do tell, please. When <laughs> Warner
5: Brothers... uh. Lost Legendary, and Legendary went over to Universal. The first thing Universal said was, we want to use Legendary, and we want to redo all of the Universal original monsters. Which was a great idea. Yes. So there were plans to do Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, the Bride of Frankenstein, the Invisible Man, the Mummy, and... My fave, yeah, cool. the creature from oh. the Black Lagoon. Everybody knows that's a favorite of mine here. That's yes, an absolute favorite. So what happens is they line up all these uh, people. They even lined up the stars and everything to go with it. Wow! Mm-hmm. And our... I, rem- I
6: remember the shot. Yes, they did. a Yes, photo, a photo they shoot. Did a f- yes, yes, really, yes. Oh, I miss this.
5: And uh, the first movie to come out of the gate was The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what happens is you get into this movie Hollywood political war thing going on. Uh, <clears throat> Tom Cruise had two movies coming out within three months of one another. One was The Mummy, and the other one was that political movie he did where he played the... Uh, the drug runner who started working for the CIA. Yeah. Oh, I, th- yeah. The name is escaping. Amer- American Made yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, and he, and, and naturally, it was a very anti-American movie. So the people in Hollywood loved this. And as soon as The Mummy came out, they blasted The Mummy, and they said, this movie is terrible. It's beneath Tom Cruise to do this type of thing. It's just horrible and yada yada. And then they praised American Made, and when that came out, it flopped. Yeah. Yeah. It went absolutely nowhere. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh Mummy I thought was very good. And it introduced not only, you know, Tom Cruise as the mummy, who now is a mummy who's gonna be like uh an antihero, like Punisher. Sometimes he'll be it's a gone. good guy, yeah. sometimes he'll be a bad guy, you know? And it introduced Jekyll, who runs the mm-hmm. You guys did see this movie, right? I saw okay, it. Yeah. You did. yeah, it's a. it introduced Dr. Jekyll who runs the Yeah, the... Russell Crows. Yeah, the... yeah Russell Crowe uh-huh. is And anyway, because of the bad publicity, they threw on Cruise. And I mean, strong, strong. And it was Disney and it was Warner Brothers who teamed up to do this because this was the first outing Mm -hmm. since Legendary had left Warner Brothers, the first big one. And they put out all kind of negative press and what have you. Well, the movie, I think, ended up making somewhere around $450 million. Which is not bad. I mean, you know, if you invest a hundred million and you make four fifty, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the studio wasn't, and uh, they took all the plans for all the rest of the movies. So stupid. And they threw them back on the back burner, and they said, "Ah, this dark universe. Yeah, you know, it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna make us money. It's not gonna work." Well, <laughs> I was talking just with crazy. the crazy. I know, crazy. and I was talking you with. Know, the I'm people so sick of that shit. It yeah. happens all the time. I know. That's we don't get good movies. I'm talking with the people at Universal the other day, example. and they said, the Dark Universe is back. I said, what are you doing? They've got Johnny Depp to play the Invisible Man, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's been greenlit. Oh, wow. So they've already started on the script and started doing preliminary uh, shooting for the thing. Okay. So it looks like now that the... Legendary has left Universal and gone back to Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. It looks like Universal is taking this baby under its wings all by itself, and it's going to revive the... You have Harvey A. Bardem, I think, who's going to do the uh, Frankenstein.
6: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah! That is so cool to hear. Yeah. They're bringing that back because I, I didn't,
5: I hated how that ended. Yeah, it, it seemed like it. Just, how could they fail? Well, I mean, it was really. it was chapter one, so yeah. you got to see the rest of the. And and the Invisible yeah. Man is going to be next, and Johnny Depp has already signed up for it. Well, I'm glad to hear that's not yeah. in development
6: hell. The one, right. the no. one. Um, yeah, you had a good. My example of development hell was the Vampire Chronicles, and now that's finally going to come to fruition on Hulu, I think it is, or something like that. One of the. You know the the uh, platforms like Netflix or whatever, yeah. or something like that. But that was at Universal at one point in time. I think Ron Howard owned the rights to
4: it. Um, uh, so Netflix is getting that, or you said Hulu? Hulu, I think, is getting that. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. anyway. I'm gonna have to wrap up this segment here because we got to play another tune, and I got to play a commercial. Yes, we got to pay the bills, folks. So help us do that. All right, and thanks for listening to this video.
2: Be. there are things that dwell here in the dark things best left unseen.
0: seen with the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark 11 stories, 11 stories. all bits of the same mysterious puzzle Fitting together with horrific parallels to his predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work.
2: Hey, this is Andy,
1: Kiana and China, and together we are Queens of it! With you, Kettle Whistle radio radio A most excellent and delicious 200th episode.
2: Congratulations! <laughs> yeah! yeah. Woo! Words to a song and that.
4: Okay. Yeah, long hiatus there because we had a lot to talk about that you guys won't hear. <laughs> 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 yes, if you're still with us to give us feedback on uh, some tunes we've been playing like we just heard... Throwing Stones by Red Sun, uh, from where, Sean?
6: I think they're from Irwin, up around Greensburg. If you're uh, in the Pittsburgh area, if those. you're if
5: you're in the Pittsburgh area, local band. What'd you think of that, Fury? well oh, swell! You'd swell, as in guitar players were playing Gibson Les Pauls. Hey, I'm happy.
4: <laughs> That's the first thing you said. That's right. But good local <laughs> stuff, good guys, and uh, yeah, we get to play their music, so we like that. But just straight out rock and roll, as far as I'm concerned. I think that I like yeah. the, I like the the vocals. You know, it's just it wasn't like you saw them live so you have more to say about that. Yeah, I mean they they really put on a good show. Um a lot of uh they're
6: actually producing that other uh, local band that I made friends with uh Dragline. Who you heard uh, earlier the, tonight. Uh, the drummer from this band I think is producing their music and they're Dragline if you if, you know you heard them earlier in the show. They're, you know, obviously more of a Motorhead kind of band. But this band is definitely in that rock vein sort of Oh yeah. Punky, maybe you know, Metallica fans would like them.
4: Yeah. I think, or just if you like rockabilly, even you could. Mm-hmm. That's not really a stretch. They're they're, they're right up there with that. Um, yeah, just good rock and roll that I miss. Um, speaking of rock and roll, I want to see uh, where you guys stand on this. Have you been up on the, uh, the 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 Kiss Army battle that's happening right now? No, I don't know. Oh, it's huge. Go on YouTube. You could see this on YouTube, where um, basically Ace Freely is calling out Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons because uh, for slander. And various other things, um, because they were talking about how they will not let him and Paul, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Peter Chris back on tour because they don't think that they could finish a full set. And, um, Ace Freely fans like myself know that he's been in rehab. He's done, he's 12 years sober, still, he's been playing for those 12 years. I see him in Greensburg once a year. And, uh, he had a lot to say, including, um, Saying that Paul Stanley hit on his own, hit on Ace's wife at one time, <laughs> and his wife was going to take him to court, and he's he pretty much says, and you have to see online what there's a description of everything. Um, he said, uh, you know, good luck with your uh, sexual offense charges and all of the pending uh, lawsuits coming your way. Wow. So it was just like, just a sad <laughs> ending. Too. No holds barred. No holds barred. Uh, I, I found that out today because I was watching something with John Five. I didn't know John Five, you know, from Marilyn Manson, Rob yeah. Zombie. He. Open for KISS when he was playing with Lita Ford as an opening act. Oh, wow. That's where he was founded, John 5. Hmm. like, Lita Ford? He's a virtuoso <laughs> guitar player. He was too good for Lita Ford's yeah. band. But anyway, that being said, I thought the KISS thing was a little bit interesting. I don't know. Fiori, are you up on any of your music these days? You Pretty much what I throw at you.
5: What'd you throw at me? <laughs> <laughs> so you
4: don't, how do you feel about this Greta Von Fleet? I know me and Sean have something to say about Greta Von Fleet. You ever heard of them? No. You're not missing much.
6: They're kind of like the new Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you pretty much. But heard they don't them want right. to be Led Zeppelin. They sound. <laughs> when I first heard their song on the radio, it was 105.90X local, mm-hmm. you know, alternative rock station, and uh, I was like, "Is the X playing Led Zeppelin?" And <laughs> I'm a Led Zeppelin fan. I, I love Robert. Exactly. Pa- I love yeah. Led Zeppelin. I lo- I really love Robert Plant's solo music. But but anyways. Like, we don't need are another they playing one. Led Zeppelin? <laughs> yeah. And then I
4: find out it's this Greta Van Fleet, and I'm like,
6: what? Mm, yeah,
3: that
4: fun. sounds identical to Led Zeppelin. It's like a bunch of 18-year-old kids. And they were on yeah. SNL two weeks ago. They were really? featured. Yes. And I wasn't impressed. I mean, yes, they're tight. Can they play it live? Sure. But I don't need to hear it again. It's like, I have my Zeppelin. I don't need it. I don't need it again. Yeah. Um, they're pushing too hard to ride the coattails of Led Zeppelin. So when you hear it, you'll know you'll know um but yeah that's just my don't like of the new year and i'm gonna i'm sure they're gonna be everywhere including snl and everywhere else again but um yeah so you heard them on the x i guess that's where i heard them or it might have been snl might have been the first exposure i just heard of them before then eddie trunk loves them you know eddie trunk from vh1 Mm. and uh, yeah he
6: well if you listen to local radio uh mark madden he Mm, uh he likes those that that band i do listen to
4: eminem yeah he's well he gets me home at night we'll just say listen <laughs> to yeah. him on the radio um let's see something else i brought up with sean i don't know if anybody's heard of this one the louder than life festival that happens in in louisville kentucky every year it's I've a bourbon it. whiskey and metal festival hmm. and i apparently have been missing it for two years now uh, last year i mean i don't know how we missed this rob zombie ozzy osbourne incubus gojira prophets of rage but it's a huge whiskey fest in Louisville, Kentucky. I wouldn't mind huh. going to that. I'd like to go to that. Yeah. When is this? I don't know. That's <laughs> why so I'm no. asking. Uh, it happened already, and they covered it on the Trunk Fest show this season. So it happened in the summertime, and we missed it. But now we
0: know it exists. <laughs> Love trip.
4: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we've been hitting up, thanks to you, Sean, this other band from Cleveland, Ohio. Frail. Yeah. And that's spelled F-R-A-Y-L-E. Yeah. Um, how did you find them? Um. Actually, uh, on um, Richard
6: Patrick's Facebook page, and really? Richard Patrick from Filter, he uh, had, he was praising the band, saying, "Hey, had this new great band," or something like that. And uh, wow. so naturally, I'm like, "Okay, I got to go check this band out." And he's right. And he was right. Um, the music is uh, like doom metal, but. but they have beautiful female vocals. And uh, it was, it was a kind of music that I was always kind of searching for. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because a lot of like uh, the bands, you know, usually the vocals will kill, kill it for me. Mm -hmm. If the vocalist isn't good, or if I can't jive with what the vocalist is doing, no matter how much I like the music, it might turn me
4: off. Well, I think Fury's so, on the same boat there with the, after seeing Lords of Chaos. <laughs> you want that soundtrack, don't you? <laughs> I asked, I was like, do you think we can play some of the soundtrack? He's like, you don't want to play any of that soundtrack. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm still willing to listen to it, though. Um, you know, I, now that you brought that
5: up, <laughs> I have to jump in here. I
4: sense a challenge. <laughs> there
5: are a plethora of Norwegian... And I'm gonna cover all bases here. Black Death Metal bands who who add songs to this soundtrack. But the bass soundtrack for Lords of Chaos mm-hmm. is done by Sigar Rose. Oh wow. And Sigar Rose, first off, they don't even come from Norway, they're from Iceland. <laughs> but but That's a whole nother story. <laughs> I like Sigaro's a lot. I like them a I lot. I mean, I will listen to them like I listen to Pink Floyd. I nice. think they're, yeah. they they wow. originally
6: toured with Radiohead took them out on tour, I think. And uh, that's how I first heard of, well... My... I got to see
5: them down at, uh, what's that little outdoor concert? thing they have downtown the A&E. Oh, A. A&E. Oh, A&E. Yeah. A and
4: is good. Yeah. yeah. It's good for the outdoor shows and oh, the indoor sta- shows. Stage stage. A&E. A&E, that's yeah, where yeah. me and Sean met there actually. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good venue. I well, I love the outdoor shows. I got to see Chris Cornell there before he died. But um yeah that would, that's an amazing venue. So you saw them there. That's yeah. an interesting mm. little
5: yeah oh, okay good, good show. Damn good show. Yeah that would, and, uh, would be a good show. You know the songs that they do in this in the soundtrack you mm-hmm. can pick them out right away. Yeah. You know, you could say, yeah, that, that that's Zigarro's. That's pretty know? cool. All yeah. right, nice. I like that band. Yeah, I never would have
4: guessed you would have liked that band. Oh, <laughs> yeah, big time, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely musically rounded, we'll say. Um, me and you, I don't know. <laughs> just we, we We're still, <laughs> just, <laughs> nah, me and Sean are like, you know, the rocks <laughs> of the bottom of the ocean still forming, you know, just like. i I'll it, listen to anything. I, I try, like all kinds of music, but. It, it changes yeah. so much. And then it's like, it, we still have our, our basic bands, but they're kind of finishing now. Uh, now we're looking. Some of them are coming back. I'm always
6: looking for new stuff, so like I'll go down the rabbit hole usually of you know looking online find the band that you like, okay, now, what are the similar bands? What do they sound like? And you know most often than not they're they're not you know they're they're not really similar at all, mm-hmm. and you know usually, I ended up you know again, it goes back to might like the music, might not like the
4: vocalist, you know, just can't drive with it. But That's that's but, how he got this gig, his very taste in music. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's introduced a lot of bands to the show, and not to mention, talking about what's old and what's new, we're going to go see Lords of Acid at the Rex Theater on March 10th, mm-hmm. and they're with Orgy, mm-hmm. Little Miss Nasty, I don't know, and Jenner Torturers, who are a classic yeah, uh, goth industrial band, if you want to say that.
6: Yeah, Little Miss Nasty... Um, is, I think that might be mm. like a. I'm thinking, I was, I think I was checking that out online. Mm-hmm. That might be this all girl, like uh, stripper review kind of thing. I, oh, forget, I, I could see. be totally wrong on that, but, but oh we're, go, we're going to find out. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then, um, of course, Venus and Fur is a local. Oh, Local yeah. Band. We they're, have to, ups for to them.
4: That. They've played even locally in our neighborhood here over at Craft um, House. Oh, yeah. uh, we saw them there opening for a major act. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. And hopefully we're going to get them on the show. We think yeah. we're home, too. we're going to talk. Um, about. But that's, yeah, we're going to... I'm there for Orgy that day. Yeah, that's a 90s band gone into the 2000s. I, I enjoy them. They're fun. Uh, they called themselves Duran Duran meets Star Wars when they first came out. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to check it out, and I had no choice because they opened for Corn and during all the Family Values tours they're great live they just had a lot of inner struggles um I well think. they have
6: a it's an all-new band now. yeah I mean, except but the, like the lead singer the vocalist yeah. yeah yeah he had to what's overcome, the other uh, band that the the old band was
4: in that's like, that they're uh, in now. oh we always forget their name and they're good oh my yeah, god yeah i can't we, think I know. it'll it. hit us when the show's over oh julian k julian k
6: yeah that's it
4: good timing on that i like them i like them, I like them a lot they broke off into some uh, well anyway but anyway that's lords of acid i'm that's gonna be a treat for me i've I never like, seen them i like them better with jay singing <laughs> <laughs> and um, on that note too uh, <laughs> when we come back from this next break uh, Sean's got a little 90s back to the past rave situation he has to play for us so. oh yeah but um, <laughs> I, we're gonna we gotta get back into Frail here now Gwen Strange is it Strange or Strang Strang I think it's Strang yeah, it looks right. like Strang but it could be Strange we're gonna find out we are gonna find out
6: yeah we're gonna interview
4: yes Gwen Strange or Strange from Frail will be on the show now we also have a, you, you mentioned Richie Patrick a little filter um crossfade there uh we had uh possibly frank cavanaugh the bass player from filter originally is now or the second album is now with frail is that the yeah he was
6: there he was filters original bass player player. when when richard and brian leesgang put put a band together and uh he uh uh i think he uh when um richard patrick went into rehab originally with filter Mm -hmm. after the third album uh, he ended up joining the military
4: and uh, yes, going overseas. That's right. And um, That's and, right. he did yeah. do that. There was a show about that mm-hmm. where they pulled him on stage cuz they played for the vets.
6: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, man. Filter used to go over to Iraq yeah, all the time in do shows did. for the for the for the uh yes. the veterans, you know, the people well These are active local, duty local guys soldiers.
4: Sort of makes good. Sort of local. Yeah. They're Ohio though, right? Yeah, like, I think he's I think,
6: orig- they're he, well the Patricks I think were originally from like the Cleveland area. Yeah. But they somewhere around they there. They
4: never miss Pittsburgh if they can get here. I mean, yeah. you know Robert Patrick from the movies. So yeah,
6: yes. But uh, yeah, I think Frank's maybe playing
4: bass in frill. Yeah, that's the way it so, looks in the video. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, let's. Uh, you want to introduce the song there, Sean?
6: Yeah, I think this con. This song's called uh, "Let the
4: Darkness In." Or, I th- yeah,
2: it
6: is. Is that, I th- is that I th- the right title?
4: Did we sell you on this one? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we 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 may have sold our movie critic on a song. But all right, let's uh let's go ahead and play uh, Frail right now. Hope you guys enjoy. We'll get right back to you.
0: unbelievable even though i haven't been on these airways for a long time i still hold a special place in my heart for this podcast i still remember our first episode it it was a dark and stormy night (laughs) i really wish i could have been in in person for the 200th episode but my voice will have to do for now i'm currently out west working on a very exciting project that will premiere hopefully late spring early summer but i will keep everybody posted it's super exciting though, and i'm sworn to secrecy but i hope the 200th show goes excellent and hello everybody listening <laughs> uh i can't wait to listen to it and hopefully the next time i'm on the show which who knows when that will be but i will have a very exciting concert experience to share so bye, everybody Hello, hello, hello. It is Critical Mass. Shadow Whistle Radio is having their 200th episode, and I am honored to be able to talk about the Kardashians. Why can't they be nice guys? I mean, Kristen Thompson, nice basketball player, but it's not the guy you marry. Why can't they just be the nice guy that'll stay with them and love them? That's all people want in life. They want to find someone that they can love and trust, and they can't find it. I don't know, maybe they're just too big, they're on top so much that people can't relate to them. They, 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 maybe they're just insecure around them and they feel like they can't live up to their standards, so that's why they have to go out and cheat on them. That's all I can think of, because I would worship the ground she walks on. Unfortunately, I'm a Jewish white man, and I don't think they like Jewish white men. But if they did, I think I'd have a shot. Now... The thing I want to talk about was, I am so freaking psyched that Netflix is doing a Molly Crue movie. It has been needed to be done forever. Mm-hmm. Molly Crue is one of the greatest bands. I think Rat should have their own movie. I think there should be more movies. Instead of putting Rent on on NBC or, or Fox or whatever it's on, they should do a freaking rap musical. They should do a Molly Crue musical. They should do all kind of musicals like that. Forget these Rent and all these hair and all this kind of stuff. Let's bring back and let's hear their stories. Motley Crue, Quiet Riot, Van Halen, uh Judas Priest. That would be a good musical. Stuff like that. Also, I have a big problem with people cutting in line. That always pisses me off. People have no social basis anymore. And if you hold a goddamn door for someone, say thank you. Because I will follow you until you say thank you to me. And another thing, why do people have to talk with their phone on speaker walking down the street? I don't need to hear their conversation. I don't want to hear what they're saying. How about you shut up and put on some headphones or do it in the privacy of your own home? I don't need to hear everything you're talking about. I don't need to hear about your last movement. I don't need to hear what you had for breakfast. I don't need to hear, me to hear about a bad relationship or this kind of stuff. Leave it to yourself. And I'll tell you, the Oscars cut in four categories and putting back in a no host. You have to make this stuff relevant for me. You have to put somebody in there. The Rock would have been good. I think I think I think uh, I think you need a guy that's funny. I think Andrew Dice Clay should make a comeback. The Dice Man could be hosting the Oscars. You need somebody that's gonna that create a little bit of havoc because we live in a world that's too damn PC. You can't say anything anymore. You can't say anything; it upsets people. You have to be this and that, and people are bullies on social media anyway. You know what? Sometimes kids shouldn't get a goddamn award like these participation trophies. They, they don't mean crap. You either finish, you finish first. You finish runner up. Other than that. Tough nuggies, no, you don't get anything. I'm doing a podcast, also. Let me plug my podcast, JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on his face.
4: All right, folks, friends, and fiends, that was Frail with Let the Darkness In. We're still here with Fury. I got Sean with me, and we're definitely. <laughs> he found something earlier today that's just cracking me up. Uh, this is while we were talking about what stabbing westward that you're going to that show, right? Yeah, I'm going to go to that show. Yeah, that's I, I got to find this again now. Oh. Yeah, stabbing westward. What's uh, old is what's new, and uh, what what you have here? Uh, how do we explain this? It is a, a rave in progress from the '90s, or what a a, a rave should look like in the '90s.
6: Oh, here uh, it is. <laughs> back back to the past is the Facebook page, and there's a thing here called kids. This is what the '90s ravers looked like. Show if you already had. It's ridiculous. It looks like, you know what it looks like to me is it looks like a uh, pre-show or the after show of a rock show that was just put on or about to go on and they're playing like terrible music that the people that are there to see the show don't want to see don't or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
4: Like two people are dancing. This Everybody's dancing, but they're all doing like this Smurf move. It's like they're just kind of like hopping. They're just sort of like... off the ground. Like, they're just shaking.
6: I can't even describe what they're doing, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> you can tell they're, like, all mapped out. Yeah, you, you just got to go to this page and check it out. It's called Back to the Past. It's
4: on Facebook. But you can hear the music. Put that right up to the mic. We'll give them a couple seconds. And there you go. <laughs> Enjoy, folks. Uh, there's your visual content that you have to look up. We've got homework for you. <laughs> What do you think of that, Fury? It looks familiar. (laughs) I'm not sure what that means. You mean you saw the movie, or uh, were you there? (laughs) It looks like
6: that scene in Blade. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Don't they all die? Oh, man. It looks nothing like
4: that. Oh, my God. So, all right, let's see. There's a couple. We covered uh, Battle Angel. I was going to get into that, um, because that used to be an anime. And I was into, uh, last time we talked, Sean, I was into Goblin Slayer. On the Crunchyroll network, streaming network, uh, have you seen Goblin Slayer yet? It's thirteen no. episodes. Uh-uh. It's just great. It harkens back to the old D oh. and D days, and it's like watching a role playing game happen. Hmm. Did you watch it? Do you, I know you watch a little bit of anime. You, no.
5: Yes. But, but no. <laughs> no, not that
4: one. It's good. It's only 13 episodes, but there's going to be more episodes. What's but this on, Netflix? It's on Crunchyroll. It's Crunchyroll. a streaming network for people like me that have Roku. Yeah. Oh. it's It's a cool... There's limitless an- anime on there. But yeah. I
6: have a fire stick. Maybe I'll have to get a roll. Yeah,
4: yeah, look into that. that, that yeah. I definitely would recommend that. Crunchyroll. Uh, we're talking about that. Oh, okay. Well, Mine Hunters. I'm watching that on Netflix.
5: Have you gotten into Mine Hunters yet? You know, I haven't. And I, I probably... That's one of the things that I feel bad about since it was... Uh, taped here the first season yeah you know I, and I have a prop uh, from it over here too. there were a bunch of people that said you know come on down and and uh i wasn't getting a warm and fuzzy feeling from the producer so i decided not oh really
4: to, yeah that envelope sean that's that's a prop yeah yeah it's uh the envelope says evidence this is actually a prop that's a prop from the show yeah oh, wow. they sold props uh we bought a few things i got a stack of vinyl everything was from the 70s left in a warehouse. And they just sold them to for three days. They had a sale, and we got all kinds of insane things like that. But um, yeah, uh, like I, you know, I appear in one or two episodes. I, it's funny. I'm going through it a second time, I can't find myself now. But I'm on <laughs> one of the airplane scenes. <laughs> but uh, what a great show! You're was, in there. The season two is coming up too. I don't, huh. You're not caught up on her? You don't watch it? Either I, I
6: haven't watched it yet. I, I intended to watch it. It's good. Just like I intended to watch the new season of True Detective.
4: Oh, yeah, the first season. But I haven't gotten to... first season's great. I I won't watch the second one just because people said, but from what I see, nobody's happy with it. I
6: watched the second season of True Detective, and I appreciated it. I liked it. It was better than most things, I think, but it wasn't what the first season was. And And the first season
4: was really good. I was also on Netflix, too. I threw this this at you guys, but you didn't see it either. But what's called the Curlian, with a K, Curlian Frequency k-i-r-l-i-a-n and this is a um it's animated but it's uh they're short stories short horror stories told the narrator is working at a radio station or possibly a podcast and it's a town that's off the map off the grid and he tells he narrates these stories happening in the town when visitors come there and basically get eaten by monsters every story seems to be a different monster and the animation is very creepy but not what you think it's not like anime or anything very creepy depictions of the story being portrayed and it they have real radio broadcasts that somebody recorded, obviously, for the purpose of the show. So it sounds like it's really happening. It's really cool. It's probably the coolest thing I found on there in a while. We'll have to check uh, that out. Yeah. Any other picks for you guys? I know you You got a million and one movies, but.
5: <laughs> no, nothing. I just finished. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you since, you, since you brought it up, yeah, <laughs> there man. is a an, an indie movie coming out. Uh, I hope I got the date right. I think it's March 5th. That it'll be officially released. Uh it's called The Unseen. Ooh, mm. I've heard of this. I like this. I this think we, a, we this was about very this. Good. This and, uh, good. In fact, I was just talking with a movie rep today. And uh uh I don't know if you guys remember oh geez, probably way before you guys were born. There was a movie called The Incredible Melting Man. Yes. And it was a, you know, 70s schlock B horror film. But it was the first major work for Rick Baker. Hmm. Yes. who is Who was the director on that? Now, I'm lucky I remembered Rick Baker. No, I I think I had him on my show. (laughs) Do you have any idea how many weekends have been from the 70s till now? (laughs) (laughs) Those brain (laughs) cells are long gone. But this movie called The Unseen is pretty good. If you take the concept of... um, The Incredible Melting Man, Mm -hmm. and you mix it with the Invisible Man. Now I'm talking about the original Invisible Man, H.G. Wells, not that literary crap that came out afterwards. Right. You know the the real (laughs) the real Invisible Man. What about the Chevy Chase Invisible Man? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Uh, And and you kind of mix those two stories together. You get what this was. It's not it's not a like boo scary. But it's it's got some really good special effects, and it's a really good story, and it sticks with you. Yeah, really. I, I kind of liked it a lot. It was called The Unseen, okay. and it was made up on the Great White North, eh? they make a lot of. So good. we're gonna have uh, you know everybody's talking hockey and. Uh, they're getting a, a boot things, you know. Well, that's hey, a good boot. segue. That's a good
4: segue because Sean has a, a pick for our final song in a, in a couple minutes here, uh, a Canadian band that's yeah. oh, back yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you picked the song. Oh yeah. You now, want me to announce yeah, it? Yeah, you can announce it, but what? we're not going to play it yet because we got to get back <laughs> into something. But all right, we'll just so leave them with that. We got a Canadian group coming up, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a remake from the eighties. Yeah. Oh no, we got to tell them. All right, you yeah. do. It. It's uh,
6: it's a band called Frontline Assembly. Uh, it's led by Bill Lieb and Reese Fulber, and uh, they have another band called Delirium. But, anyways, we're talking about Frontline. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a remake of "Rock Me Amadeus," and it's getting mixed reviews from people that are, you know, Frontline fans. Or some some really love it, and some are like, "Why would you do that? What possessed <laughs> you to do this?" I actually <laughs> that, like that's it actually a lot. What you said, "Yeah, <laughs> I, I like it a lot. I like it." But
4: yeah, if you likes the original, but it it has its place. Yeah, no. Not fun? Yeah, it was fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to say. I love it. No, it was great. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. But I guess that's what they're dealing with on their site right now. Uh, well, on YouTube. Is it YouTube that's getting all the hits?
6: Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I see a lot of it on Facebook comments, you know, because I'm a, I'm on Facebook. I'm not any, on any other – well, YouTube's not a social media platform. Okay. Maybe yeah, it is. Not. I don't know. But But
4: I'm not on any of the other platforms, so – Well, uh, before we we will get to hear the song in its entirety, Uh, a couple of comic book anecdotes I like to throw out there, and I like to throw out there since we have our guests here as well. I'm following the Dark Crystal series. Um, It's a 12-issue series that's going to be a prequel to the upcoming whatever. Hmm. They're doing something. Aren't they doing a prequel for Netflix? You remember the Dark Crystal. I think I I heard about that. Netflix has the rights to it. They're doing a prequel. But this comic book series is taking place before... Well, if you remember the characters, the Gelfling, they get wiped out by Garsons or whatever they in uh, the sketches. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the comic book series is pretty good. But uh, I'm not a fan of the art. The story's good, but the art, uh, and you, you were looking at it the last time you were here, it's just, eh, I don't know. I wanted a little bit more out of that. But I just completed the Jeepers Creepers comic book series, too. There was a five-issue limited series. Really? That was really good. That was a really good uh, comic book series. I think they're supposed to be. Working on a fourth movie I that. I have to say I'm a fan I, I, I hope know, they are And I know you know too Of the background Behind that With the director uh, Oh yeah Scallon Scallin What's his name
6: I forget his name But he has some Like yeah. li- legal issue uh, Or yeah, something Yeah Because
4: he uh, Oh yeah Well not on the set Of Jeepers Creepers But he did a movie Called Clown House mm-hmm. And one of the kids In the movie Accused him of fondle, Being fondled yeah. And that's where A lot of people's People don't like Jeepers Creepers because They don't want to Follow this guy so better that we don't say his name anyway. But yeah. um, I did like Jeepers Creepers, though. How you, are, are you a fan of those?
5: I, I like the first one a lot.
4: Yeah. second one's just a body count.
6: Yeah. The, but the, does the second one the actually <laughs>
4: take place after the third one?
6: Because the third one just came out last year.
4: Uh, yes, you are correct. I'm the thinking... third one takes place the next day. Yes. The time And the lines. second one is later. You're right. And the fourth one's going to center around the sister coming back. To get them 15 years later so they're making it in a timely fashion yeah. Yeah. So I, I i like those
5: movies uh, i yeah what can i say but yeah your point did you like three or you didn't see three no i saw all of them i i liked probably in the order one mm-hmm. three two yeah. yeah okay i'm like that too one three two hey I, since we have a movie critic here i want to mm-hmm. know
6: what did you think of alien covenant when
5: that came oh, out good question Oh, you probably shouldn't have gone there. (laughs) (laughs) My
6: friend says that he thinks it's like a... Show 200, folks. We're going for three hours tonight. (laughs) He thinks it's like a TV episode that really wasn't
5: that well fleshed out. I'll go with that. Yeah. I think your friend's spot on. Let let, let me tell you one of my biggest peeves. In the original Alien, all right, Mm -hmm. when they're talking with Ash, Mm -hmm. they discover that he's not human Mm -hmm. he says to the crew you have no idea what you're dealing with do you it's the perfect organism it instantly adapts to whatever environment it's in perfect monster great alien and they shot it all to hell in the second one because stan winston came up with this great idea let's turn them all into bugs Mm. Let's let them have hives and a queen and all this good kind of stuff. And they were shooting these aliens like Mm. you go to a, you know, Kennywood Park and start popping them off, Mm. Uh you know. And from that point on, they wrecked the entire series. Mm. There was nothing worthwhile after the first one Mm -hmm. because they went away from the basic premise. The perfect organism. You can't Mm. kill it because it instantly adapts to its environment.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
6: Huh. So, I never thought of it like that. I guess. Yeah. You know, that's and good...
5: people
4: that aren't horror fans like the sequel because it was considered an action movie. So they could go to see a movie that wasn't necessarily the horror genre, but they went to see this action film, like, you know, and they yeah. liked it better than the first because they didn't really like horror movies. Did you, you know, like Prometheus? It, I... They really
6: weren't trying to go
5: alien originally with yeah. that. But... No, this whole idea of, you know, the, the, they tried to turn it around somewhere where somehow man was responsible for the alien and that, that just yeah. that went so far off track I, I think even Geiger got mad at it probably before, yeah. in his yeah. final days Go uh-huh. little, yeah, <laughs> Said well, this yeah going the first
4: one really is a masterpiece oh yeah. So. I never get sick of it I yeah. it, the director's cut I watched that over and over yeah I mean that that brought things back for me because I was always shocked that Dallas died and, yeah. and halfway through you know yeah. he was gone. And he's like, you know, that's the quintessential hero. Nope, Captain, gone. And then to find that she finds him later, it brings back... Yeah, the mystery was cool that he was just gone. But I thought it was cooler when she found Brett and him hanging yeah. on the wall. That brought back all the nightmares of old. See, I, I remember when uh, that movie uh,
6: Pandorum was going to come out. And you saw the previews and it looked like this was going to be this amazing horror movie, kind of a la Alien.
3: Yeah.
6: And then I saw the movie and I liked the movie, but the music in the movie really kind of killed it for uh, me. Uh, that'll do that it they were yeah
5: like lords of chaos <laughs> <Yeah>. different, <laughs> no, but, different but different but yeah. bad. the same guys i'd like to say <laughs> hi to all my fans in norway
4: <laughs>
5: oh, wait a second
4: boy. <laughs>
3: Hey now <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm gonna well, be getting hate mail. <laughs> uh, no, I've gotten a few of those. It's not a big deal. doesn't mean it's all bad. <laughs> um, anyway. But back to the 70s, Battlestar Galactica, okay? I just I've been collecting that comic book too, which has been true to the original series and the new series. Just ended. That was another comic book I totally enjoyed. It's over. Um, and Daredevil, they ended Daredevil at issue 612. And I'm wondering if it had anything to do with the series and whatever. That, but you couldn't hide the fact that the last three issues are called The Death of Daredevil. Hmm. So that's not a spoiler. <laughs> but sitting on the shelf next to it was Daredevil number one. Wow. <laughs> so true to form Marvel, they somehow kill him off, bring him back. I don't know yet, folks, because I have to read 12 issues to catch up. Anyway, that's, that's, that's that. Anyway, I'm still collecting Robotech comic books like crazy. They developed the story, and it's so awesome for you comic book geeks out there and anime geeks. But that's pretty much all I've got. A um, couple of new bands out there. Oh, you guys have anything else you want to throw out there? we got to get your information out there again.
5: What information is that? Where you're from and how to get your oh, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if you are uh, someone who enjoys excellent prose, then you want to go to the blog, which is outtakeswithfiori.blogspot.com. And if you'd rather just see this very charming and handsome face. There you go. You can go to the YouTube channel, which is youtubecom slash users slash critic. and if you want to see a whole show with my uh, reviews plus uh, uh, a lot of times exclusive behind-the-scenes, uh, oh, and let me tell you a story about that. There you go. <laughs> you can catch those. Hey, so we go, we go to uh, we go to Alita, the Battle Angel, and we're uh, we're are, are we out of time. No way. Oh, no, okay. No, and no. and oh, no. we're sitting there watching the review. And the guy says, you know, because you're a special preview audience, we're going to have some special things at the end. So we ask you to stay in your seats and watch these special things and then we'll come get your opinion. So I said, well, okay. well, now before this, I'd been talking to the studio and uh, I said, you know, do you have anything exclusive I could use, you know, making of behind the scenes? They said, yeah, we have this piece. It's about four and a half minutes. I said, I'll use the whole thing. I said, give it to me. I'll use the whole damn thing. I, well, it's four and a half minutes. I don't care. You know, I'll give you an eight minute segment on the movie. Give me the give me the <laughs> exclusive footage. What do you think they showed after the, the premiere that was, you know, <laughs> oh no. Yes. The exact same thing. It comes on and I'm looking at it and I'm going, son of a Bitch, I
2: don't believe they did
4: this. Oh, my God. <laughs> so
5: if you were at the Pittsburgh premiere of Alita Battle Angel, then you've already seen it. But considering that was only one theater with maybe 200 people in it, mm-hmm. uh, you'll be able to see it if you watch the show. And you can see the complete show on Vimeo. I think that was show number 563.
4: Yeah. I, I told people on the last show that people will hear later. <laughs> yeah. You've been doing this for a long time. Long time. Now, what, How? what's a long time again? 25?
5: Oh, good Lord. I, I wish 25. I started... Uh, I was at, wrong, Sean. Was, I uh, was... As soon as I got out of college in 1976, mm. I started doing movie reviews for some local newspapers here in the Pittsburgh area. And I jumped over to radio for about a year, and then after that, I went over to TV, and I've been doing the TV show since '88. Wow! Once again, probably before you guys were born. No, 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 no. I was <laughs> a, I was in high school, just graduating. Oh, There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, him so, something else. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we, we the show's done pretty good. I'm happy. We've won uh, uh, four different videographer awards. We've won a Telly Award. Uh, people here in Pittsburgh put together the. Uh, uh, community uh, media awards. They had their inaugural awards uh, last year, and I won mm. producer of the year for that. So it, it's garnered some some awards along the way. I'm kind of happy about that. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I've been doing it. Congratulations.
4: A long, That's long awesome. Time. Yeah, well, we're honored to have you on the show. That's good. I mean, and, you know, of course, you're always welcome back, as you know. It's fun to be. Yeah, right? we'll do this more often. Sean will have a million questions for you. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, let's see. For me, folks, you know, to find me on Facebook and uh, Twitter is at Fairly Dark. And the website for everything, including all these episodes, www.fairlydarkproductions.com. Buy a book if you can. Keep the, keep the thing rolling. Help us out. And, uh, Sean, where are you from?
6: I am from Facebook. <laughs> I'm only on Facebook, folks. It's so every episode.
4: <laughs> I, can't let a, I can't get him to branch out. I can't get him to branch out. Oh, gosh. Well, with that in mind, let's see. A couple of quick music bites, uh, not bites, but bits I want to throw out there because I think Sean may know this band. Uh, something to look into the for the future and future shows. A California hardcore band, but I say new hardcore because there's no hardcore bands anymore it's all new Mm -hmm. turnstile california band look into them i enjoy the two videos i saw two songs i heard i should say and there's a video um yeah turnstile one word they're fun and i just heard a song today i like from death from above romantic rights that's another song band to look into. Death From Above have been around, but um, I I like this new one. Is
6: it Death From Above 1979? No, I Death don't from think above.
4: so. Yeah, it just said Death From Above. It was, on, uh, it was on XM on one of their new music stations, and uh, Romantic Rights is a song. What kind of music was it? It's definitely alt-rock, uh, a yeah. little more guitar-driven. Um, hmm. I'll check it out. Punkier, punkier, yeah. if you will styles definitely hardcore but you'll like the vocals hardcore
6: like sick of it all hardcore and
4: kind of yes like that and like um uh our boys over in a uh, hate breed mm-hmm. but not as gruff the vocals aren't as gruff it's more yeah. clean california sounding okay and, and that is a thing mm-hmm. okay well we're gonna wrap this up i want to thank fury from fury outtakes with fury for being here again that was a lot i'm like yes just that. And Sean back again. And, uh, man, go back and listen to some old episodes. We had some great guests uh, in the end of last year. And definitely check out the Electric 6 interview with Dick Valentine. Hilarious. All right, guys, we want to say good night. Good night. Good night.
3: I'm be able to